ahead on set. Rolling. Action. Hello. Hello. Welcome back to yet another and caught episode. Today we have a play review. Yes, today in honor of this musical being finally shown in Boston at the Citizens Bank Opera House, we will be reviewing Wicked for you guys. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, Wicked's been around for almost our entire lives. It initially <laughs> came out in 2003, uh, and it's been going headstrong ever since. Um, but for anybody who wants to go see it in Boston, it's from June 8th through to July 24th, again at the Citizens Bank Opera House. I I wish I could go see it. I don't know if we can go see it again. Hey, we did see it in to, London. Um, it's a really great show. So in honor of that, we'll be giving you guys a little review of it. So this review is going to be as spoiler-free as possible. In case you do want to see it because the opportunity is right now, right there. Yes. Um, one more thing is... What was I thinking about? I don't know. I don't know what I was thinking about. I, I forgot. Okay, just, just I'll continue. I'll just continue then. Okay, <laughs> so like you said, it's going to be as spoiler-free as possible. But we will give you just a general glimpse as mm. to what it's about. So this, this oh, musical... I know what I was going to say. What are you going to say? For those who don't know, Wicked is actually... is not written by the, by the original person that wrote uh, The Wizard of Oz. Yes. But it is the story of what happened to the Wicked Witch of the North. West. West. <laughs> the Wicked Witch of the Northwest. <laughs> <laughs> written by a different person, but it's like this spin-off of what yes, happened. Yes, l- like I was about to say, it was this book was written in 1995 by Gregory Maguire, mm-hmm. titled Wicked, The Life and Times of the Wicked Witch of the West. Um, so it tells the story through the perspective of Elphaba, as well as talking more about Glinda and her point of view of things mm-hmm. as well. It sort of touches upon Dorothy, but not nearly to the extent the initial was. Mm-hmm. This is very much, I guess you could say, fan fiction from yeah. the original story And it's line. actually kind of fun. Um, this might be a little bit of a spoiler. So just spoiler alert. You are going to see the characters of, like, the lion and the Tin Man, but they're going to be, like, there for 10 seconds because we're not talking about they're them not in this important play. as yeah. far as the wicked witch of the west it's like a little goes. wink wink to mm-hmm. the original movie so they are yeah. they do exist in this universe mm-hmm. so yeah we see glinda and Elphaba, which for anyone who doesn't know that's the wicked of the witch's west's actual name Elphaba. Mm-hmm. they are both going to what i'm assuming is like a university of sorts boarding school yeah. so that sort of thing um, to learn kind of like Hogwarts where it's like magic <laughs> and history, all of, all that's happening in Oz. Is it this um, for like more than just witches? Is For like all so, magical creatures? I think they had like a animal as a teacher as well. Yeah, yeah it's for um, all magical creatures. Yeah, which takes like almost everybody in Oz as a magical creature of some mm. sort. So I guess anybody could technically attend this school. But it basically shows how the two of them were kind of sort of friends Mm -hmm. and then kind of sort of not rivalry with each other but then growing to care for each other like it's very interesting i'm trying to understand their dynamic because it kind of wishy washes through the actual plot of the story and there's a whole subplot about fighting for animals to still be allowed Mm -hmm. to teach or animals to just exist as they are instead of 
getting, like, their voice taken away, I guess. If I remember correctly, that's kind of what's happening on, like, the mm-hmm. down low, where it's, like, animals are and becoming And it's, like, the two sides of the weird. war, which mm-hmm. ones want to say with the animals include, included mm-hmm. in the curriculum and whatnot, and which ones just want all of them out of the To school. be kind of like how animals are here, where mm-hmm. they're just <clears throat> buying and mooing and not doing anything else. Yeah. I guess in Oz, it's very different where they actually have a voice and have a place in society and mm-hmm. people want them taken back out. So that's kind of this major subplot that I think drives a lot of what Elphaba is trying to do. A lot of um, activism storyline as well yeah. as wanting for quote-unquote justice or freedom. Um, you can see, understand how she reacts to Dorothy dropping a house on her, mm-hmm. as you all remember from the original <laughs> story. Uh, you understand a little bit better. Um, you understand more about why she's green. You understand why the yeah. flying monkeys are the flying monkeys. You just start understanding little things that the initial story just sort of like added in mm-hmm. to add to the craziness or magicalness of the initial world. It is pretty much a fan fiction, I do mm-hmm. gotta say. Uh, I, I might be remembering this wrong, remembering wrong, but isn't it that Elphaba was green since the moment she was born? Yes, yeah. she was born green. And we're not going to tell you why, because it's a huge yeah, spoiler. Yeah, yeah. But yes, she's always been green, hence why she's always been an outsider, because everybody else, for the most part, is not green. Is not green. <laughs> um, so that could be another deeper plot line, too, however you want to take that. Um, but yeah, so the original cast members... Way back when was Andina Menzel, way before she became Elsa on Frozen. Mm. Uh, she won a Tony for Best Actress for the musical. Um, it says here that she left the role in 2005 uh, to reprise her role in other musicals. So she wasn't on for a long time. She's one of the most iconic people, mm-hmm. also, you know, the original. And Glinda was played by Kristen Chenoweth. Again, amazing actress. I love everything that she does. Uh, they also have. The Wonderful Wizard of Oz. <laughs> he was initially played by Joel Grey. I won't go into everybody else who was in the initial cast, as I don't have enough time to explain who they are and why they matter in the story. Um, but very great people. Obviously, we know them now for different roles, but mm-hmm. it's just very interesting to see how the play got its start. Um, what did you think of all the music? Because this is a musical, by yeah. the way, in case we didn't make that clear. So as I said in the past, when we talked about uh, Book of Mormon, I kind of really don't like musicals. Mm-hmm. And it's really complicated because the songs were really good and mm-hmm. the instrumentals were really good. I do feel like I was starting to like get into a sleepy vibe. Oh, really? But I think one thing that saved it and kept me awake mm-hmm. was the amount of effort put into the staging oh, and yeah. how beautiful everything looks on stage. Mm-hmm. I think that's the fact that that's what actually kept me awake throughout the mm. the show. Because with with the movie, the stage would just make like lights effect, light effects, and, mm-hmm. and they had a huge dragon, and I think it was really nice overall. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Wow, my dad sneezes. That's a loud sneeze. Is he done sneezing? <laughs> Anyways. Say um, bless you. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I really enjoyed a lot of it. I am a musical lover, so I did enjoy this quite a bit. I agree the staging mm-hmm. was beautiful. Even the entire theater 
was completely oh, yeah, sure. decked out in that Emerald City vibe, which mm-hmm. is so gorgeous. Oh, I remember. It was so beautiful. I loved how, like, immersive the whole experience was. Even though we were on, like, like the very tippy mm-hmm. top of the balcony, like, I still felt involved and I could still see what was happening. Uh, I can't say I remember all the songs, but I do obviously remember one of the biggest ones, Defying Gravity. Mm-hmm. Um, the, one the high note at the for. end where everyone's <laughs> cheering and then it immediately becomes intermission. Yeah, that one. That's so great. I love every actress that's able to hit that high note at the end. I am awesome. pretty sure that this is not specific to the theater we saw it at, but mm-hmm. as you were commenting, the whole theater was a whole experience and you were entering uh, Emerald mm-hmm. City. And you had to. You had, yeah. <laughs> everything was green. Everything uh-huh. uh, was lit up with mm-hmm. this really nice color. So once you enter into the theater, you were already in the play. Yeah. And that's definitely. actually really nice. Mm-hmm. So continuing on with with how you feel about musicals. Mm-hmm. Um, I know we were high up. Do you think if we were any closer, that could have affected? I mean, it would have been louder. Obviously. So it would have been harder to <laughs> sleep. Mind you, I didn't sleep. You didn't sleep. I, I do recall. Another really like... hard thing for me that might be affecting my view in the musicals that we saw mm-hmm. in London is how tired I was from school itself. True. We did actually go to school in London as yeah, well. Yeah. And we, go, we went to school that morning mm-hmm. of the musical. Uh, no, but I, I still think that it was a great experience and, and the music was amazing. Mm-hmm. I just don't go with the whole disney musical kind of vibe that it gives hmm. uh, because it doesn't like it doesn't give my brain enough why, why do you think of disney because it's like the the classic princess song uh, i don't know it's like really soft singing okay so it's not that i don't like it <laughs> it's that it suits me and it reminds me of my mom soothing me to sleep I don't recall having that same experience <laughs> while listening to some of those songs. Because some of it was like high energy action. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah, no. Most yeah. definitely some of it was like, okay, this actually woke me up. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I do remember the high note. And I think obviously the closer the better uh, uh, most of the time. Mm-hmm. But I feel like even though we were really far, we're still getting a really great experience. Yeah. Uh, we were able to see pretty much everything. Obviously, not facial expressions, uh, most of them. You have to sacrifice that yeah. if you're going to sit that high up. Definitely. But for a cheap ticket, I mean, mm-hmm. like 30 pounds or so, it was a really nice... How much is that musical. in American money? That's like $38. Yeah. Not bad. Could, Could be, be worse. worse. I'm pretty sure that the tickets here in Boston might be more expensive than that. I'm curious now that you say that. I want to know. Yeah. How much they're charging. Usually. Might be helpful for you guys to know as well. All right. Ooh, Ooh. It's in the hundreds already. Sorry about that, Sam. <laughs> yeah. In the hundreds. Oh, I see some going for 200 I'm also on the eventticketcenter.com website. Hmm. You can probably find cheaper, but... Yeah, I think one issue yeah. is that, okay, London... <gasps> this one for $1,000! dollars oh no don't buy that one please i promise you it's not worth it so i think the issue with a place in the u.s is Mm -hmm. that london is the capital of theater yes everyone goes see theater every single week and there is so Mm -hmm. much to see that if you want to be competitive you have to have competitive prices Mm. that's what most plays have like accessible tickets for you to go all the way at the top of the balcony but still be able to see it nonetheless. Mm-hmm. Um, 
But that's why the ones that don't have the lottery version, so you can actually get free tickets, blah, oh, blah, yeah, blah. there's so many lotteries, yeah. But I think that is why it's so cheap, kind of, in London, mm-hmm. and so expensive in America, because, like, it's your one time to see it in, like, the next ten years. We were talking about this in London, I remember, because they were talking about kind of what the theater industry looks like in America. Mm-hmm. I remember everybody saying, like, it's, it's for wealthier people on a night out in yeah. New York City to be specific because not many other places in America really have theater as well known as New York because obviously Broadway mm-hmm. but in London you walk down the street and there's ads for theater all over the yeah. place you can find little theater houses you can find gigantic musicals like Wicked or Phantom of the Opera just like there with mm-hmm. like around the same price as these other smaller ones like it wasn't that crazy to just go just to like, put it in perspective for each movie theater there will be at least five eh, feet normal theaters i honestly don't remember seeing movie theaters all that much i, I mean there was a couple vu was the the, the main brand, yeah, brand which there, was really cheap actually it wasn't like the thing definitely not uh, compared to here definitely not. And, and if you're the if you're the kind of person to go see movies every single week everything mm-hmm. every single movie that comes out that's the people in London. That's the normal person in London. Every mm-hmm. movie that every play that comes out, you can go see it yeah. for dirt cheap. Mm-hmm. Tickets up to like tickets all the way in five five pounds. Mm-hmm. You can get those tickets all the time. Ten pounds is a really common ticket price. Yeah. Twenty pounds is like okay, you're getting a little expensive, and that's only twenty pounds. That's like twenty five dollars or so. Which isn't bad. Yeah. That's actually pretty good mm-hmm. for a live performance. Like, yeah. I mean, I was. I remember uh, we were talking about going to see Cabaret uh, when it opened with um, Eddie Redmayne. Eddie Redmayne. Mm-hmm. And we were impressed because the tickets were like 80 pounds. And we were like, yeah, no, we're not paying 80 pounds to go see Wasn't it. Wasn't it the same thing with Hamilton, too? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. there was just like, you can't really justify it, but it's also like brand new and huge. But then like, you do it here and it. it's like, oh, $80? That's not that bad. Because that's what all the ticket prices here yeah. are. It is kind of sad. Mm-hmm. Um, but will I say go see um, Wicked for $100? Dollars? dollars. <laughs> yes, go see it. Mm-hmm. I think you should definitely go see it. It's a great experience if you like Disney movies, a great experience if you like musicals in general. Uh, it's a great experience to just go have a drink. I would say it's also pretty decently kid-friendly compared to oh, other yeah, movies, for sure. musicals you can choose from. I feel like a kid could totally understand what's going on, especially if they have seen The Wizard of Oz. This is a family show. Because it's like, oh, I know that character. I know what's happening. I know that she's a bad guy. Wait, is she? Like, whoa. Now, I think if you want to have the whole experience, mm-hmm. watch The Wizard of Oz the week you go, the week yeah, before refresh. you go to mm-hmm. see Wicked and then see it again after you see Wicked. Because mm-hmm. you, you're going to feel the change in how you feel about eh, the Wicked Witch of the West. Alphama. Mm-hmm. Really quick. You're going to be like, oh, okay, maybe so she wasn't. So that's what was happening. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And mm-hmm. then given that she's killed so quickly into the movie, you're going to be like, wow, but like how? <laughs> <laughs> and why? And how did that happen? Yeah, and then yeah. you're going to see the main um, witch. I don't remember her name. Glenda. Glenda. Mm-hmm. You're gonna see Glenda, you're gonna be like, mm, mm, Glenda, really? <laughs> well, you'll feel like that a little bit. That's why I say, like, it's hard because this play's definitely designed to be on Alphabet's side, mm-hmm. majority of it. But then it's like, oh, but you know, Glenda's a good person. Like, she's 
she's nice and she did something nice for Dorothy and the Wicked Witch of the West shouldn't have done that to Dorothy. So it's like your yeah. morals get like kind of like pushed. It's like which character should I support more than the other? And it's Not, hard because it makes you feel bad for everybody. <laughs> we'll probably get down to talking about uh, the Cursed Child eventually once it's actually relevant for our audience. But I feel like Wicked actually reminds me a lot of uh, the Cursed Child in the way it was uh, put on stage. Hmm. With a lot of uh, creative scenarios and creative changes of scenarios, and it was pretty quick paced, right mm-hmm. to the point. You want you you were seeing what you had to see at that moment, and it didn't drag for too long. There wasn't a lot of fluff. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Definitely reminds me a lot of that, and mm-hmm. it's it's not even a play. It's not even a musical, as it sounds. It's just it's a whole show. Mm-hmm. That since the moment you're in there, you're already in Hogwarts. Since the moment you're in there, you're in Emerald City. Yeah. It's a whole show. It's a whole experience that you cannot just go sit in your in your seat and be like, okay, now we're just waiting for it to start. Mm-hmm. You're there. You're already enjoying everything that's happening around you. Definitely. And I think that's something yeah. actually great about um, plays and musicals. When you go to a movie theater, it might be like, oh, okay, I'm getting a soda and popcorn. Mm-hmm. That's about it. But then when you go to a play, you're like, ooh, do I want a wine? Or do I want to go sit in their downstairs restaurant or the downstairs bar and have a drink? We didn't really do that because eh, we're just not like that. But, we usually just get a soda and yeah, sit down. <laughs> many of our friends would literally be sitting at the bar for an hour before the show started. Mm-hmm. Eh, and that's a great experience that you can have if you go see plays. I mean, it also happens in the mm-hmm. U.S. Yeah. Eh, and if you have that opportunity to go see Wicked, I will do it for sure. Definitely. Yeah. And I think as like a final wrap up on the thing you mentioned with the cursed child, I think mm-hmm. the way that the show is written, I can believe it. I mm. think significantly more than I can believe a lot of what happened in the cursed child. And I think that's a lot of the yeah. controversy that we'll touch on later when we go to talk about it. Um, but I just feel like there was already so much that wasn't said mm-hmm. and so many characters that were like, didn't get a chance to really develop any more than just like bad, good. Yeah. <laughs> so I feel like this play worked out really well <laughs> and I really liked how they brought in the original storyline at the end as well. I think with Cursed Child, I think a lot of the controversy is more just like, you you made that up, but you already established A, B, and C had yeah, already I think the happened. Issue, <laughs> I think the issue with the Cursed Child, for example, yeah. is that they try to play around with the offsprings of known characters that mm-hmm. you already know their story and you know every single detail that goes to them. What Wicked did is gave us a whole story on a character that dies in the first five minutes of the movie. And that's what's great about it. It makes me think a little bit of, like, what mm-hmm. would happen if we had a movie of the sharks that don't want to eat fish from Finding Nemo? What would happen in those Anything could happen because nothing was anything. already established. Yeah, you just yeah. know that he cannot, mm-hmm. that he doesn't want to eat fish. Why? How did he get to that point? Yeah. <laughs> and I think that's something that Wicked nailed. They can do whatever they, because even, even Glenda, yeah. even though she's the main witch... She's in the movie for, like, at most five minutes. We don't know her minutes. personality. Yeah. We just know that she gave Dorothy red slippers. Yeah. But she, we don't know what she was like. And mind you, they, they also look to be older women in the mm-hmm. original movie. So we don't even know what their childhood was like. They even knew each other. They're both witches. You would think that they would know of each other at the very yeah. least. But this, like, kind of nicely answers some questions mm-hmm. that I really enjoyed. It actually gets me a little excited. And it's like, I see what you did there. 
Yeah, like, ah, there you go. Like, Pretty it, solid. They gave us the thing that we want, that we really wanted, but we didn't mm. know we needed. Hmm. But once we had it, it was like, I love this. Yeah. Okay, maybe I did, I did like it more than I thought. I mean, <laughs> you're raving about it right now, so. <laughs> it's because I really enjoyed the concept mm-hmm. that they went with. They yeah. just gave me a whole new character from a character that I knew. Definitely, probably the most successful book fan fiction thing that I've seen. Because there's, there's a lot of other fan fiction that's been made into shows or movies. Yeah. I think this is one of the most successful Which ones. one was the... Oh, my goodness. I just we're we're, we're going to do a whole episode on fan fiction. Just wait. Oh. I got that up my sleeve. <laughs> Smallest spoiler for that video. Did you know that Fifty Shades of Grey was fan fiction? Just leave it at that. everybody I didn't. And that. it's kind of sad there's your fun fact of the day folks thank you for listening to our show about (laughs) wicked i'm sorry that we went off the rails here and there but i hope you enjoyed it i mean we tried our best not to spoil anything (laughs) yes we want you to go see it i I think everybody should go see it you know that she dies eventually because you see it in the the wizard of Oz. you know what you need to know from the initial movie have fun Lower any expectations because it'll blow you out of the water. The mic is making some funky sounds, so I think it's a it perfect moment to. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you so much for being here one more time with us in another play review, and we'll yes. see you again later on this week. Promised later on this week. We, I'm we telling you. We'll do our you. very, 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 very best. Okay, wait. Give me just what before we go. What? Out of five clapping boards, how many stars do you? Five. Get? Five clapping boards. Hundred percent. I'll give you four. <gasps> It could have kept me more on my toes, like the Book of Mormon did. But I'll give it five. Just you just like your ended. funny plays. I really do. Yeah. <laughs> Alright. Once again, thank you so much for being here, and we'll see you later on this week. Yes. And, and cut! cut.